It's Monday the 13th of May 2019 and from Johannesburg, I'm Alec Hogg and here's your business flash briefing. Despite the South African ruling political party's worst showing in a national election since 1994, global investors celebrated the ANC's 57.5% victory as it was an improvement on the 54.5% that was polled in the municipal elections three years ago. The rand strengthened to 14 rand and 15 cents against the US dollar in late trade on Friday night, a gain of almost 20 cents on the session's worst point. The 10-year bond yield improved 9 points from the pre-election level of 8.6%. Bonds have been moving in the right direction since touching 9.4% at the end of last year. South African shares gained half a percent on Friday, led higher by banking shares with Standard Bank, First Rand, APSA and Nedcor, adding between 3% and 4% on the election result. Shares of the country's big banks are highly sensitive to political developments, so they provide a reliable bellwether for global investor sentiment towards South Africa. French oil major Total is doubling down on its African bet. It has agreed to acquire Anadarko's assets in Mozambique, South Africa, Algeria and Ghana for $8.8 billion. Total's move follows the acquisition of Anadarko by U.S. Group Occidental Petroleum, which, with the help of a $10 billion injection from Warren Buffett, beat off a competitive bid by U.S. rival Chevron. The proposed deal between Total and Occidental was a key factor in the American company's ability to deliver a knockout offer for the target company. Provided the deals go through, Total's purchase will add projects containing 1.2 billion barrels of oil equivalent reserves making it the world's second largest provider of liquefied gas behind Royal Dutch Shell. In February, Total announced the discovery of a major gas field off the southern Cape coast, which it estimates can add a further billion barrels of oil equivalent to these reserves. Ride-hailing business Uber Technologies, whose shares made their long-awaited debut on the New York Stock Exchange on Friday, is off to a very slow start as a public company. Uber stock ended 7.5% below the IPO price, which data from DealLogic shows is the fifth worst first-day return in 24 years for any newly listed company with a market value of over $10 billion. Last year, Uber's bankers, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs, valued the company at $120 billion. Immediately ahead of the listing, they had reduced that to between $90 and $100 billion. On a fully diluted basis, at Friday's closing share price, the company is now worth $82 billion. The struggle for once-flourishing Net One is laid bare in its quarterly results to the end of March, which were released on the Stock Exchange News Service on Friday. Net One's fortunes were transformed when it lost a contract with the South African Social Security Agency, or SASA, at the end of September last year. The company, whose shares are listed on NASDAQ in New York, reported an operating loss of $21.7 million for the three months to the end of March, with revenues down by almost half to $85 million. Compounding NetOne's discomfort in the quarter was a further $25 million write-down on the value of its 15% ownership of South Africa's number three mobile phone business, Cell C. 
NetOne notes in the report that it has also reduced its stake in a company called DNI, which sells prepaid airtime from 50% to 30%. DNI has been given an option until the end of the year to buy out the balance of NetOne's shares for $59 million. The loss of the SASA contract forced NetOne to retrench thousands of staff and with other cost containment measures employed, the company now expects to break even on a monthly basis by the end of June. The report adds that Cell C is working on closing a transaction with a new investor. NetOne's share price was unchanged at 53 Rand on Friday, having fallen by half in the past year. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio!